understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. I am really excited because I feel like our guest speaker tonight is somebody that's really amazing at what she does. But not only that, she really helped Liz and I a lot when we decided to launch our podcast. So Jessica Hurley, she's the founder of Insta Podcast, and she's the host of The Stranded Face. Um, it's a viral podcast that helps women put words to the things that bring them pain and embrace them. So I am really excited for you guys to listen to her, listen to her story and see all the value that you're going to get from this call. Um, the number one thing that we wanted to do when we decided to do the CEO series is um, bring on different guests that provide different things that you can take value from. And this series is so amazing because every single guest speaker that we have is so different, is in such a different industry from each other. And at the same time, the one thing that everybody has in common is the grind, is the showing up daily. And it's the reason why these people are all successful while they are CEOs and while they're how they and how and why they're killing it in their industry, in their lane, in their game. So without further ado, I'm so excited. Jessica, welcome. I miss you. What's up? <laughs> Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Can you hear me okay? Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for having me. Um, the Becoming Badass ladies, Liz and Astrid, and just <laughs> beautiful. All my friends were messaging me, and they were like, who are these beautiful girls, and how do you know them? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I am so excited, and especially this group in particular. Um, but I'll, I'll start with a little bit about myself and then tell all of you why you're so blessed. And I don't think that you even have an idea how grateful you should be because I would do anything to restart my business in your shoes. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, so um, just a little background about me. And thank you guys for tuning in and trusting me with your just your listening and your time right now. And I can't wait to really just, I hope I can offer something that's going to help you tonight. So again, my name is Jessica Hurley. Uh, I'm the founder of a podcast management agency called Insta Podcast. Um, I'm an entrepreneur by accident, which is what they say. I never was one of those people. You know, you go see people speak and they say like, since I was five years old, I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. I knew I wasn't going to work for anyone. That is absolutely not who I was. I worked a corporate job. I got my master's degree. I did all the things. And I found myself at 27 years old, making $60,000 a year, working my butt off. I don't know if I can cast working my tail off. <laughs> First, Jess, we are no, no, no censorship here. Oh, uh, I was working my ass off and I had just had a child prematurely. So my first child was born when I was 27 and I had him three months early. He was a pound and 15 ounces. And I knew at that point, and I still didn't know I was going to be an entrepreneur. Let me be clear. I was just like, this isn't it. This is not it. I spent three months going to work, leaving work every day, going to the hospital to be with my son, staying the night in the hospital and going back to work to do the same thing every day. I gained 30 pounds 
And I was just like, God, if you save my son, I swear I'll do everything I can for the rest of my life to prove to you that his resilience, like I'll spend the rest of my life being as resilient as he is if you just give him life. And sorry, I'm trying not to tear up. It's still emotional, but he's fine, y'all. He's fine. (laughs) He's four and he's thriving. Um, I knew that I was going to do something when I got out of that hospital. When my son got home and I was working this corporate job that did not respect me, that did not honor what I was going through, that did not have the time. And I knew the minute that I was no longer available, I was replaceable. I was like, something has to give. Still didn't know what I was doing. So um, when my son got home three and a half months later, I ended up um, starting a podcast. I started a podcast. I was like, I don't know what everyone is going through. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I bought a, brought a child home three and a half months later, who was six pounds, three and a half months later, but I'm going to tell people about it. Prior to this, I had started blogs. I had started motherhood. I had started blogs. I had started all types of things. And I did not know what I was going to do because I don't know if you guys know this feeling yet or not, but nothing was working. Nothing was working. I just kept trying passion projects and nothing was working. So I started a podcast and I said, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to interview successful people. So back then I would have been looking at Liz and Astrid and been like, instead of their accolades, instead of their wins, instead of their six figure deals, instead of all these things, I want them to tell my audience what happens when they're crying on the floor. What happens when the shit doesn't work? What happens when you can't pay your staff? What happens when you can't pay payroll? How do you get yourself out of these failed moments? I did this while I was working a full-time corporate job when I brought home a brand new newborn baby and I was in my garage recording a podcast with a cover over it, over the microphone, interviewing people at midnight after my son went to sleep. And the podcast launched and it didn't go viral. It didn't go viral in six months. It didn't go viral in a year. Do you guys know when it went viral? Two and a half years later. Two and a half years later. I've been podcasting since 2018. Two and a half years later, my podcast went viral. It was two and a half years before I would be paid a dime for my podcast. But I loved the women I was serving that I could not stop. I could not stop. And just for those of you, wherever you are at in life right now, I just want you to hear me when I say this. It may not be this for you. It may be the sales portion. It may be the connection and the networking with this community. Whatever the portion is of it you love that feels impactful, that doesn't feel like work, do not stop. Do not stop. And let me tell you why. Because when I was able to stand in my purpose, when I was able to stand in the place that I was making impact, when I was able to disconnect and detach from the income that I thought so desperately tied to it and just commit to the message, the opportunity came to me. The opportunity came to me. A woman came to me that I asked to be on my show that had over 150,000 followers. I had her on my show and literally a week later, she called me and said, how, how, how is this, how I'm getting so many responses from this episode. How did you do this? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, I don't know how you did this. I tried to start a podcast and it bombed. How are you getting so much attention from this? I'm getting more DMs than I've ever got. And this is from your show. And I just told her a few things. And she was like, 
yeah, I've been trying to do that for six months. I don't know how to do it. Can you do it for me? And I was like, sure, like a favor. Like, I'll just do it. You have, you know, and, and I don't know if you guys have done this before, but she had a massive brand. I had 1700 followers. So I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'll do you a favor. It's no big deal. I was still working my corporate job about a week and a half. I put some marketing material together for her. I redid everything for her. It was literally a matter of how she launched it. I knew where she messed up. So I just fixed it for her. And the next day I called her and I said, Hey, everything's done. And she was like, well, what about this? I said, Oh, that's done too. She's like, well, what about this? I said, that's done too. And she's like, okay, thanks. Cool. The next day she was charting number 33 next to Joel Osteen and Oprah. And she was like, she called me and she said, what did you do? And I was like, I don't know. I just did what I did for mine. And she was like, oh my God, you have to do this for other people. And I was like, nobody's going to pay me to start a podcast. I'm still in my corporate job, by the way. And she was like, yes, they will. Matter of fact, bill me. And I was like, bill you what? She's like, send me a bill for what you did. And I was like, she's like, send me an invoice. Y'all, I didn't even have an LLC. I was like, bill you what? Like through what? I ran downstairs at midnight and asked my boyfriend at the time, like, so how do you invoice someone? And he was like, PayPal? And I was like, but, but how much? And he was like, I don't know. How many hours did you work? I said, I don't know. And I don't, how much do I charge an hour? I don't know. Guys, I'm being so vulnerable right now. I sat in front of my computer for two hours and asked myself, I got to be nice. I can't, I can't charge her something that she's going to think that I'm crazy. I don't know what you charge to start a podcast for someone. I billed her $250. And in the comments, I put, I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hard right now. <laughs> in the comments, I put, I'm sorry. I really worked hard on this. I hope this is not too much. This was in 2018, 2018. Wow. Wow. Honestly, chills because I remember my first Monet check was $15, $15. Okay. And it's like, wow. Like just you saying that I'm just like crazy chills. This is this, uh, this is the best part. So I'm thinking I'm going to bed nervous. I'm like, oh my God, like she might call my phone tonight and be like, who do you, bitch, who do you think you are? Like, you've never done this before. You just did me a favor. Like I was so pressed y'all. I woke up the next morning and I had a notification that she paid me $1,250. And I was like, what if she pressed an extra zero? <laughs> and I called her, I FaceTimed her. And she said, she answered the phone like this. She's like, hi. I said, hey. She said, what's up? I said, I was just calling to make sure that you didn't. She was like, what, paid you too much? And I said, yeah, because that's not what I billed you for. She said, no, I paid you what you were worth. And she was like, and don't you ever, ever let this be a lesson. Don't you ever charge a penny less. Don't you ever underestimate yourself, your skills and what you can do again. That's what you charge from this day forward. You raise your prices, but you don't ever lower them. And then she hung up and then she called me right back. And I said, hello. And she said, and this better be your damn business. I don't know what you've been doing all this time, but that's your business. You better do it. And I was like, okay. And it took me two and a half months to get it off the ground. 
It took me going to events everywhere and letting people know what I did. I had to go to events and speak up all the time. One of my first like really good working strategies was I would get up on a microphone at an event and pretend to ask a question. But then I would say, hey, this is what I do because I knew a lot of people didn't do it. And people would get in like a Facebook group chat and chase me down. Like, where's the podcast girl? Like, where's the, where'd she go? (laughs) And I started my LLC and y'all ready for this? Uh, End of 2019. And stacked my clients, built my team as I went. And now to date, um, we have produced over 3000 episodes. We've launched over 250 podcasts and we don't do too many. Like we just moved into massive contracts. Most of our contracts are now with major influencers that are launching podcasts where we produce the whole show for them season by season. And they're no less than $10,000. Can I jump in here and say something? I absolutely love that. You know, when I started my business, you know, that's exactly what I told myself, right? I'm going to be that Monet girl. Like that's (laughs) what I'm going to brand myself as. And it's paid off, right? I literally like I saw an opportunity like you, right? Like I had no idea that network marketing was going to be my thing. Guys, I was a financial advisor. I made six figures a year. I worked for a Fortune 500 company. You would have told me you're going to be when you're 31. Oh, my God, I'm going to be 32 in a month, guys. Ah, In a month, I'm going to be 32. But if you would have told me at 32 years old, you're going to be in network marketing, I would have been like, get out of my face. You're a scam. Don't talk to me. What are you saying? Right. Look at me here. Right. Like this, like kind of fell on my lap as a blessing. Right. And I said no twice. And just like you, I was like, wait, maybe I am really good at this. Right. Literally. You are right? good at it. <laughs> yes. Right. Like I am okay. Right. But like, I'm like this, I relate so much to what you just said, because I love like in the chats, they were like the podcast girl, the podcast girl, the podcast girl. Like I became the Monet girl, the Monet girl. And until you make that decision to say, I am the Monet girl, it's not going to blow up. Just had to add that. No, that's so, listen. And like, I know the scrutiny that you all are faced with. I am not, I am not adverse to what happens when it comes to network marketing. Um, and I, I sit there and I listen to some of the conversations because I do work with a lot of women and I always hear um, how nasty some people can be around network marketing, how how um, just icky it can be to the other person that you're talking to. I mean, I've sat in groups where I've heard women like, well, why wouldn't you just create your own product? And why wouldn't you just sell your own product? And why wouldn't you just market your own business? And now you're only making a percentage of what you sell. Let me be clear as a business owner that is responsible for my own budget, how the opportunities you all have and how I really literally wish I would have done this beforehand because it would have saved me 727 lessons later the hard way like hit up the back of the head there's four if not five things that you guys get that cost me a fortune so when you join a network marketing company like this is like the most genius thing that exists on earth i always think about this like if i could have created that one i cannot grow as a business owner period, without a coach, without training, and without community. Do you know who pays for that? Me. 
I pay for that. That is a, I have to budget in my budget every year. How many conferences do I want to go to? Okay, five. Great. Okay, they're about $1,000 a piece plus travel, 1,500 times five. All right, there goes six to $7,000 out of my budget. Okay, but wait, am I scaling this year or do I need to heal this year? Because in 2021, I, I fired all of my uh, uh, business high-performance coaches and hired healers. And I, I, I hired a basketball team of healers. I think I spent five figures on healers this year. So am I going to heal this year? Or am I going to hire a high performance coach? Because either way, I need somebody in my corner. Well, there goes a couple more thousand dollars. On top of that, I don't have a business that comes ready with a community. I don't have people following me just because I'm the podcast queen. They do now because I've been consistent for a very long time. But you guys come, you guys have a ready made community. You smack that hashtag or that name on your brand. And people are now supporting you because they are literally like-minded. You now have women that automatically support you because they are in the same community as you and they understand. You get an automatic community. You get training, free training, coaches, community, not to mention testimonials that the product works. So you don't have to go do all this market research and then bring it back. Because I have to rebuild and update my website every six months to show the testimonials, the people that I've worked with, that we are indeed successful, the results, the percentage, all of the things, count the episodes, count the published, count all of the things. Like, and you have a perfectly packaged product that comes ready-made. All you have to do, you get to do my favorite thing of all. You know what my favorite thing is? to be a mouthpiece, to be a mouthpiece. You guys literally get to be a mouthpiece for something that is ready-made. And you, while you feel like you're investing in yourself to have inventory of this product, I'm sure, you don't have to invest in yourself the way business owners do. And this is the best practice, the precursor, the practice run that I have ever seen in my life to business ownership. Because if somebody told me I was gonna get thrown in the fire like this, taxes, failure, uh, mistakes, refunds, cussed out, yelled at, uh, what did I just, I just hired therapists for two of my staff members because they're depressed. Like the list goes on. I have nine team members. I have to take care of them too. I have to pay them every week. I have to make payroll. Like, guys, you are in the most blessed spot. Use this. You may not be here forever. I know that Liz and Astrid know that. I know that. You know that. You are here. And I could probably tell you the reason that most of you are here. The reason, do you guys mind just being a little interactive with me for a minute? Raise your hand. If you're a mom, ooh, ooh, <laughs> okay, lots and lots of mamas. Guys, we're a different breed, okay? I didn't get a chance to mention it, but I'm a single mom of a four year old. Single mom of a four year old. That child wears me out runs my life. He's a Leo. He runs my whole life. 
Oh my God, so many hands. I'm trying to lower them because I lost you in here, but <laughs> I know I lost me too. I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Guys, can you lower the hands now, please? Sorry. He's trying to go one by one. Thank you. It's okay. I won't ask again. <laughs> we'll say drop a one in the chat next time. That's easy. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Chat. Got it. Mom life, motherhood. But this is the beautiful thing. That's why you're here. So other thing, drop a one in the chat. If you're still working a corporate job or you're still working a job, this is part-time for you. This is something that you are working on, committed to, so that you can now build something that looks like the life that you desire. Because right now, you don't have the freedom nor the income, many of us, that you're currently desiring, right? Now I'm going to ask the one that like, you don't have to be vulnerable with me, but I'll be vulnerable for you on your behalf. How many of you, I'm, I'm certain some of you are married, but for those of you that are not, drop a one in the chat if you would do anything and sacrifice anything to meet the love of your life. To find that supportive partner, to find the person that you always wanted, that you could build that legacy with, that you could have that family with that you could have everything that you've been looking for you feel like he's the missing piece like you could just meet that person you would sacrifice anything you'd move you'd sell your car you'd quit your job you'd become a different woman you'd change you'd go to therapy somebody said I would relocate for love that's all I saw uh, <laughs> we would give up anything we would give up anything to have that other person so here's my question to you Typically, when we can put that much energy and that focus on ourselves, I promise you I'm living proof. You will attract everything that you're looking for. It actually comes naturally. It's like divine. When you focus on yourself immensely, you will attract everything that you have been chasing effortlessly. Money, men, mindset, network all the things. You will literally attract it effortlessly. So my question to you is, what are you willing to sacrifice? I want you to grab a piece of paper and write down three things. What are you willing to sacrifice? If you would sacrifice this for love, what are three things you would sacrifice now to create the life that you deserve? The life that comes with abundance financial freedom that comes with abundance, a life that allows you the time freedom that you've been looking for to spend with your child, to network more, to meet the man of your dreams, to have that ability to, because a lot of entrepreneurs don't tell you this. I mean, we like money, like we like financial freedom, but the ability to be financially free gives you the space and the time to actually figure out what you love and desire, because most of us operate majority of our lives in survival mode, yes or no. So when you have this time freedom and this financial freedom, it gives you your mind, the mental space, sometimes at 30, sometimes at 40, sometimes at 50, to finally go, well, hell, what do I like? What do I want to do? What does purpose feel like for me? What fills my cup? What would you give up? What would you release in 2022? What would you sacrifice to have the life that you desire? that has freedom, financial freedom, time, and allows you the space to create the life you desire. 
Somebody said sleep, honey, I feel you. I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> so if by chance you're stuck, I'm going to help you because I'm going to give you some things that I have given up last year and this year from experience that I know I had to give up, that life required of me to give up to get to this place, to surpass this multi-six figure mark. The things that I have to get had to give up, and I promise you, they were hard, I was resistant, and they hurt. So I'm going to be forthcoming with you and tell you some of the things that I had to sacrifice. Because at the end, I really want you to hone in on this year in 2022, I'm going to release blank so that I can embrace more of blank. Whether it is to release fear so that you can embrace more income, if it is to release friends so that you can embrace more time in your business, you're going to release something so that you can embrace something because we all are aware that we have to create space to gain something more valuable. So here are some of the things, because I had to give up a lot. I even had to give up some things that I did not want to give up, that I held onto for dear life. So there was actually a lot, but I'm only going to give you guys a few. And I know for sure, business owner, network marketing, as you rise, prepare yourself because these all come by the dozens. So one of the things that I had to relinquish, and I'm going to start with the hard one. One of the things that I had to relinquish in 2021 to get where I am right now were people that I love. I had to release people that I love that I thought would be there forever. And let me be clear. I want to be crystal clear when I explain this because you're going to have a lot of friends and mentors that are going to tell you that anybody that doesn't support you is a hater. That is not what I'm talking about. There's a lot of people that are not going to support you and they're not haters. Let me give you grace for them right now. I want you to write this down. People cannot support what they do not understand. People cannot support what they do not understand. So stop longing for your friends to buy your products, to understand what you do. They do not understand. It is not that they don't like you. It is not that they don't believe in you. It is that they simply do not understand. Let me give you a very crystal clear example that I give on my show all the time. When I was 12 years old, I had a neighbor that I grew up with since I was seven. She was my best freaking friend. Loved this girl, two pieces. We did everything together. Somehow her dad got her into BMX racing. I don't know if you guys ever have ever seen like BMX bikes, but like you like literally wear a helmet and you like jump dirt. Bike. Cool. Yeah, sure. Around 10, I became like a super girly girl. Still that. Loved my hair, loved my nails, wanted to wear my mom's makeup. Like I was like super girly. This kind of caused conflict in between us. I used to go to all her BMX games. I used to watch like, and I remember at 12, I started going to the movies with like friends and some guys would be there. And I remember one night her coming, running to my door and she was frantic. She was over the moon. She was so happy. And I was like, oh my God, what? I was getting ready to go to the movies with boys. <laughs> and she was like, I just got a Mountain Dew deal. I get to put the sticker on my helmet. They're going to come watch me race. And I just remember, like, I literally had zero excitement for her. Like, I was like, I do not care. I have my cutoff shorts on. I'm about to go be seen by boys. And I'm about to go watch a movie. Like, yay for you. 
I don't really care. Like, and I sound so crappy, but I really want you to understand when I say this, I could not support something that I did not understand. I was not interested in it. I had no passion for it. I could not support her in something that I was not passionate about. So your expectation for someone to be as passionate as you about something that you do, never going to happen, does not exist. Relinquish the people. You're going to have to relinquish some of the people that you love dearly. And outside of those friends that don't support you, I had to give up the part. I had to give up a partnership with someone that I was going to marry someone that I was going to marry. And I know Liz has shared her story. I'm sure of it. You guys know, like she's, I'm sure she's been so vulnerable. I had a very, very similar story as Liz. I literally left my seven year relationship a month before we got married with a child. And I'm going to leave you with one thing that I learned in 2021. One thousands of lessons, one very important one. And this is why I know you're going to have to relinquish people that you love. I built that business for two years in that partnership. I built that business for two and a half years inside that partnership. When I left that partnership at the top of 2021, in eight months, my business almost quadrupled. It tripled. And there was only one reason. It wasn't because he was a shitty person. It wasn't because he was toxic. It wasn't because he was in my way. It was because of me. And I want you to hear me when I say this, because this is a real mirror question. I want you to own this right now. And this is why you have to relinquish people that you love. I finally got to take the energy, all of the energy that I was putting in that partnership to prove to somebody that I was worthy of being exclusive to. Watch me, please be loyal to me. Let me prove myself, please be loyal to me. Let me show you how much I can do, please be loyal to me. And I got to take all of that energy and put it into myself. My business took the fuck off. Because I wasn't pouring into something else. I wasn't using all my excess energy to pour into something else, hoping and praying that that person would finally validate me. I got to put it into myself. So I know that you're running and you're saying, I work a full-time job. I'm a mom. I'm trying to make Monet work. I'm trying to do all these things. But figure out this year going into 2020, where do I want to put my energy? Am I pouring it into a bucket with holes in it? Or am I pouring it into something that I know will return the favor of me? Because I was pouring it into a bucket with holes in it. It was going nowhere. And I had nothing left to give myself. So consider the fact that you might have to relinquish people that you love. Number two, I really want you guys to give up other, the need for other people to validate you. I need you to really obsess and understand and figure out and feel and embrace how to validate your damn self. You have to learn how to validate yourself. Because if you rely on other people's understanding, they will let you down every time. And somebody's going to keep you from doing something that you know that you are called to do because they can't understand your vision. You can hardly conceptualize your vision, to be clear. Have you ever noticed when you start moving in something and you move towards something that feels risky, it actually shows up for you further than what you thought? 
It's like, you're like, I'm going to run. I'm going to practice running. And you run further than your thought. And you're like, damn, I did that. I did that. You try something and you're like, I'm only going to do it a little bit. And then you do really well at it. Like if you lean on other people's understanding of where you're going, you can't even conceptualize that. You think they can? They can't validate you. I remember when I was quitting my corporate job, I remember my best friend at work literally was like, how are you going to make money getting people to start podcasts? Like they don't even make money right away. It's not like real estate. It's not like, like they're not going to make money right away. You're going to get people to invest for you to do this. And then they're not going to see the ROI. Like this business is going to end quick. Now she's calling me, asking me for a job. Like, had I listened to any of those folks that I was looking for validation from, I would have literally been turned away from my dream life, literally. And let me tell all of you mothers something. Let me tell you something. We all have this incredible gift. You already know what it is. If you have a baby in your hand right now, or you have children in your home, you have something bar none that nobody else has as a mother. It is called intuition. You are intuitive as hell. You know it. There's a reason why you can sit 12 rooms down in your house and know that your child's playing in the toilet, isn't there? Like, you know, we be knowing. We know. We are also intuitive to know if there's something that we are called to do, that that is it. You don't have a vision that God created for you that you weren't already made to carry. If you've had the vision, if you've had the thought, If it's played in your mind, honey, it's already for you. You don't need any further validation. That's it. Make a move. That's it. Hire the coaches, get in the right spaces, make a move. Because they're going to judge you whether you hit the mark or not. So you might as well hit the gas. Make it work. Do not be pressed for someone else to validate you. The minute that intuition steps in and tells you where you're going, believe it. It's a muscle. Practice. Believe it. I only got a couple more. Sorry, lady. Jeez, <laughs> Jessica. I was going to say the chats are popping off. Yeah, so we connected each other, and I'm like, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm like, all right, I love you. I love you. I I always do calls like from like the privacy of my office in my room, and I feel like everybody at Starbucks is like, she's going through it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's, let's power through this. I'm like, I need strength right now. Let's fucking go. Let's power through this. Thank you, Jessica. Wow. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm so glad. (laughs) Um, I'm not glad that you're crying though. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Um, another thing, I'm so sorry to tell you guys this, but I know from experience, I know from other business owners that I've worked with, I see it every single time and you're going to hate me so much for it. But you have to relinquish the idea that you get to skip the dirty work. You don't get to skip the dirty work. You don't. You don't. You literally do not get to skip the dirty work. And this goes through every book you've ever read, every success story you've ever heard. The only reason that you are confused is because you've seen these people on social media pretending like it's happened in six weeks, that they made two posts and they went viral that they're making a ton of money on Instagram. Some definitely are. They absolutely are. But you don't get to skip the dirty work. 
I run two profitable businesses. When I started my podcast agency, I was editing episodes till three in the morning with my son in one hand and my left hand on the other until I made enough money to hire an editor. I remember six months after that, payroll was $700 a week. And I was like, Jessica, what the fuck are you doing? You cannot do this. When I promise you entrepreneurship is two things, it is a mirror in your face. It is a, it is a fake mirror that will be the greatest self-development journey you will ever go on for the rest of your life. And it is constantly being uncomfortable, constantly. Almost, it's such a much muscle I've practiced now that when I get uncomfortable, I'm like, oh God, this is, okay, like I'm being stretched. I got it, ready, ready, set, go. Put the, hit the gas, got it. I remember signing something online that was saying I was going to spend $700, $700 a week. I almost had a freaking heart attack. My payroll is like 15 grand a month now. You take the risk, you make it work, and you adjust but you don't get to skip the dirty work. You wanna grow your business, you test it first. You wanna network with new people, you do it first. I see so many times in network marketing and real estate businesses, people go, well, I don't like making sales calls, so I'm gonna hire somebody to do it. I don't like going in there, so I'm going to have my friend go do it. Like, you don't get to skip the dirty work. You want a life that's above average, you have to take above average action. You have to take committed, hungry action. And here's the beauty of what every single one of you have. You are beautiful women. I'm sure with outgoing personalities, all you have to do is be yourself. All you have to do is speak up. All you have to do is tell your story. All you have to do is show up uniquely as you. But you don't get to skip the marketing. You don't get to skip the conversations. You don't get to skip the outreach and the DMs. And you don't get to post a picture of the product online and people come running. You have to provide people with an experience. They have to want what you have. They have to want how you make them feel. You don't get to skip the dirty work. So relinquish the idea that you do. It does not exist. And if you happen to know someone on social media that it does, I promise you, it's temporary. You have to build something that lasts and that requires some dirty work. Can I cut in here for one second? Yeah, of course. Literally, I'm getting, um, my, the shots are blowing up and they're like best call I've ever been on. I mean, you're going to get like so much love from the, from the Mo, the Mo community for sure. Um, but I love <laughs> that you just said that because we've been really, really pushing this year. Um, creating a duplicatable system and creating a strong foundation, right? Like I always say, 2020 was the best year we all had in this company. 2021 was the worst for so many, right? Um, and I always say we got so used to just posting and doing the social media stuff and the instant gratification and, you know, not skipping that dirty work, right? Like I love that you just said that because you, you were speaking to my soul, right? Um, and that's what I've been pushing so much. Guys, you hear that, right? She is a CEO of her own corporation, right? She grows, she has payroll, she has employees she's responsible for, and she's telling you what we tell you. The dirty work could not be skipped. The reach outs, right? The follow-ups, the actually having, you know, potential calls, the three-way calls, the offering your team, the meeting up with your teams, the breaking down the compensation plan, the breaking down all those things. That's what we call the dirty work. 
And I'm so glad you're hearing it from her too, because, you know, that's, that's what it takes to truly run a business. And we've talked about this a lot, the difference between a hobby and a business. And so many of you guys treat this like a hobby and that's where you're getting hobby results and hobby paychecks. But when you do the dirty work, that's when you step into entrepreneurship. That's when you become, you know, a CEO of your own little piece of money. And that's when it grows. So I love that, Jess. Thank you for covering that because dirty work, I mean, that get your hands dirty. That's that's literally the vibe for 2022. Get your hands dirty. And this is going to lead into my next one, which is going to, it's very similar to what you just said. And it's going to like really hurt some feelings, but I just really quickly want to share with you guys that the dirty work never stops. It just elevates. It just like evolves. It's just new dirty work. Like I'll be completely vulnerable with you guys. Like there are times when I have more business than I can handle. And I'm like, everyone slow down. I put people on a waiting list. Like we have so much going on. And then there are moments like this past week where I literally got hit over the head so hard with a huge mistake done by a videographer that is going to cost me thousands of dollars. And I was talking to my project manager and she was like, we were talking about a solution and I'm coming up with all these solutions. And she's like, well, what about revenue? And I'm like, I got to go back to all my potential clients and send an email and ask them how they've been, what they're doing. And I'm going to have to go right back to my old outreach strategy and send emails and see if anybody wants to start a podcast going into the new year. Because now we're, we're under, now we're behind. Now we're not on our weekly like numbers. Now we're a week behind. So now I got to go back and do a strategy that I did a year and a half ago and go send outreach emails because I got to make up for what was lost. Like you got to be willing to make it work. And this goes into my next one. And here's why you have to be willing to make it work. You have to this year going into 2020, be willing to give up stability. You have to be willing to give up stability to gain abundance. You have to be willing to give up stability to gain abundance. You can't reach abundance right now because you're so afraid you are holding so tight to something that makes you feel safe. And the bridge between the stability that you currently have that is not fulfilling you and the life that you want that is abundant is a bridge called risk. It is certainty, uncertainty. It is risky. It is scary. It's filled with doubt. It's filled with fear. It's filled with confusion. And you think that it's, it's filled with something that you don't know how to do, which is that awful word of how. How? How do I get rich doing this? How do I have the marketing strategy that goes viral? How do I do the thing that's going to get me to be like, you know, this Monet girl? It is not that. You have to give up this falsified stability. You have to let this go. You have to let this go. When I tell you my mindset, I used to be stuck in this, like, if it works, hold on to it. If it's, if I can afford it, don't make it cost any more. Like, I'm going to tell you guys this really quick. When I moved out of the house, the massive house that I had with my former partner, I found a new place. I signed a lease and I kept driving by before I moved in because I was like, is this where I want to live? Like, is this it? Like, this is the first time I'm going to be single in eight years. Is this where I want to live with my son alone? And I saw this girl 
post a video on Instagram in Tampa, where I live. And she was in this magnificent condo with floor to ceiling windows. And I was like, where is this? And I looked it up and it was like this brand new building. And I was like, oh my God, that's in downtown Tampa. And I showed my girlfriend, I was at a coffee shop and I turned my computer. She was like, where's that? And I said, I don't know. And we looked it up and she was like, it just got finished being built. She was like, let's call, let's go by. I said, for what? And she was like, I don't know, let's just go manifest. Let's like go walk in and let's just manifest that we'll live there one day. And I was looking at it and I was like, girl, I already signed a lease and I cannot afford that. And she was like, that's fine. Maybe you just manifest it next year. And I was like, okay. And we called, I called the number on the website and the girl answered. And I said, Hey, can we come in for a tour? And she was like, Oh, we're actually booked two weeks out. Building one is completely full building two actually like is almost sold out. And we've got uh, walkthroughs for the next two weeks, but I can put you on the wait list. And I said, okay. And she said, can I have your name? And I said, yeah. And she said, I'm just going to look on the caller ID here. It's 8135-da-da-da-da-da. And your name is Jessica. And I said, yeah. And she was like, last name, H-U-R. Is this Jessica Hurley? And I was like, yeah. She's like, girl, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, (laughs) she said, come on, can you come down today? I'll give you a tour at two. And I was like, yeah, we'll come. So my best friend and I come down here. She walks us into this one apartment, floor to ceiling windows, a balcony that you could have a party on. And is like, I just moved a guy, a guy signed a lease in February. And now he's from Ohio and he's just called me and he wants to cut the lease. He's not moving. And so I can keep it at the rate I got it at. Do you want it? And I looked at my best friend and my best friend looked at me and she was like, do it. And I was like, I already, you know, I, I got all these things. And she was like, doesn't matter. You could call a lawyer. You could cancel the contract. You can ask for your money back. We can get all that back. You want to live here or not? And I was like, yeah. I said, but it's, it's almost double my budget. She said, then go make more money. You know how to make money. Go make more money. I'll just show you guys. I live in that condo now and I make triple the income I've been making since I moved in on July 1st because I gave up stability for abundance. I gave it up. That is all in your head. It is all in your head. You think that you don't deserve this. And I don't mean this, like you want this. You think that you don't deserve the thing. You think that because the last 28 years, the last 22 years of your life have been a certain way, that you only deserve small incremental increases if and only if you prove that you can work that hard to then gain it. Give up this idea that the way that your life has been for the last 25 years is the way that it always has to be. You make a decision in 2022 that you're giving up stability for abundance and then you move in it and that's it. That's it. Give up stability for abundance. Last one. Want you guys to give up, I call it the BS. And it's not just bullshit. I want you to give up the B 
and the S. The B, the, the B is blame and the S is shame. I want you to give up the blame and I want you to give up the shame. Because this is your ego's whole role in your life is to keep you protected. Give up the B, S. The blame is you constantly identifying yourself as a victim. Blaming Instagram. The Instagram algorithm is fucking you. I know, it's fucking us all. Find another way. You're blaming your partner. Some of you are blaming your child. You know what's crazy when your back's against the wall? Honey, I could do it with a child on my hip right now. I, I remember begging my partner, like, can you watch him? Can you do this? I have a call at seven. Guys, I had my child tonight. I took him to my best friend's house. Takes a fucking village in the community. This is more important. I brought all his cookies, his toys, his dinner, and his stuff to my girlfriend's house. I was like, I'll be back at 930. Thank you. I'll pay you and buy you dinner. Thanks. Business is business. Stop the blame. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want a different life? How bad do you want to be at the mall shopping on vacation doing what you want with your partner, with your child while everyone else is at work? How bad do you want it? I'll give up a night handing my son off to somebody because I know that tomorrow I get to go shop for outfits for my upcoming event while y'all are working. You have to give up the blame. It's bullshit. Give it up. And in order for you to give up the blame, you have to put someone else in that place. This is the hardest part. This, there's a two-part game to blame. You have to stop pointing the finger at someone else. And then you have to replace whoever you've been identifying as the perpetrator. You have to replace that space by pointing back at yourself. Because the only thing you can control in life is what you take radical responsibility for. How can I change this? What can I do? I can't tell you how many important calls I've taken one foot on my child's neck like this, like get out of here. I've done it too. I've had to rob, I've, I'm saying this gracefully, but I've had to rob Peter to pay Paul too. Payroll didn't, didn't make payroll. All right, I'm gonna go get a new contract, pay these folks, work for this one. I'll do all the work and I'll make this work. It happens. Give up the blame and take radical responsibility. Nobody is responsible for your life and the way that you live it, but you. And let me tell you something really quick that's really gonna hurt your feelings. Anyone that you have blamed in the last four weeks, and I'm using the word blame and it's so derogatory to you, but you know what I mean. Anyone that you victimized yourself against. Oh, so-and-so keeps talking about me. Someone made me feel rejected because I kept talking about Monet and they told me that to get out of here. Like, you know, my son, my child's father, like all of these things that you think are keeping you from being successful, friends, family. Oh, my family doesn't believe in my business. My friends don't believe in my business. They're haters. They're this, they're that. I don't have enough people around me that understand marketing. Let me tell you that any energy field that, it was, that is within your atmosphere also resides in you. Does that make sense? So if you have people around you that you keep saying my friends are jealous, do you know why there's jealous people around you? 
Because there is a, a form of jealousy that needs to be addressed within you. So I know everyone sits there and they're like, circumstances, circumstance. But if you've got the wrong people around you, you need to look in the mirror. Because this is an energy that you possess inside you. That is why they feel comfortable here. So your radical responsibility starts with, if you're going to get rid of blame, blame yourself. And shame, shame's easy. Best way I ever heard shame explained. Shame equals should. Shame equals should. So all the things that you should have done, release them. Yeah, I should have ate better in 2021. I should have gone on more vacations. I damn sure should have saved more money. There's a lot of things I should have done, but I didn't. I didn't. I should have hit seven figures. Didn't. Should have hired more people because I ran into a wall in December with clients. Literally screwed up with two clients because I took on too much that I could chew. Should have hired more staff, but I didn't. Should have. There's a lot of shit we should have did, but should equals shame. You know who shames themselves the most? Women. Women. We shame the hell out of ourselves. We shame ourselves for not looking like somebody else. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. I should have got my lips bigger. I should have had my hair blonder. I should have ate less. I should have worked out more. Release the should. And just identify those things. Write them down. Put them on your goal list. Whatever they are. And all you have to do is one simple thing. I did not do those things last year. And that's fine. I wasn't ready. But going into this year, going into 2022, I am a new me. And so I am going to focus more on my health. I'm going to take the opportunity to do something that I did not take seriously last year and embrace it this year. Shame equals should. Anytime you hear yourself say you should have done something, just identify it as an opportunity. And the last thing I'm going to end with is this. A lot of you are probably in a situation right now where you have looked up at some point in your life, in this last year, weeks before you joined Monet, and thought that you did everything that you were supposed to do. You had a baby, you found a partner, you have a job, you worked against all the odds. I know, you probably weren't supposed to be anything, you went and got a degree, you have a well-paying job, you have the house, you have all the things. But there's a reason why most of you are here, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's because at some point, you one day, not abruptly, got this really weird feeling. And you said to yourself in some form, why am I so ungrateful? What's wrong with me? I have everything I thought I ever wanted. I have a kid. I have a stable income. I'm alive. I have friends. I have family. Why do I feel so ungrateful? What's wrong with me? Why do I feel empty? 
This is not, you are not ungrateful. That is a yearning and a calling on your spirit that says, hey, you've been at this for 26 years and you've been focusing on everyone else. You've been putting your energy for, to everyone else. You've been saying yes to everyone else, but you've been saying no to yourself. And what I'm calling you to do now is to actually finally make a choice to walk in your calling, move in your purpose, and do the thing that I put you on this earth to do. Whether that is connect with people, whether that is create a life that is abundantly and financially free so that you can give to others, whether that is to create more time freedom so that you can spend more time with your family and be an incredible mother, whether that is to share your story, share your pain as a roadmap to somebody else. But I promise you that feeling is not a lack of gratitude. It is a feeling and a yearning and a calling on your soul telling you to show up and finally do something for yourself. And do you know what is required of you when you do something for yourself? You have to be selfish. You have to set boundaries. You have to tell people no. And you have to be willing to stand in it. So my challenge to you is this. It is a new year. It is 2022. And there's a reason why for some of you, you feel like it's the first week of the new year. Why am I not enthusiastic? Why does this not feel all motivating and good like I thought it would be? This is my year to get rich. This is my year to hit six figures. This is my year to become top of the chain. This is my year to rank up. This is my year to do X, Y, and Z. Where did it go? What happened? Because in 2021, we all end. We didn't end a year. We ended a cycle. We ended a cycle. So the version of you that's been going for the last five to seven years she is gone. She is gone. There's a reason why some of you feel like you've been stripped of everything that you love and you know, because you are being asked to create a new identity. Because you are not her anymore. So here's the beauty. And let me help you with what I learned. I was great. 2014 to 20, 2021, I was a corporate rock star. I built my business. I launched my business, I made money, I failed, I learned, I left a partnership, I set boundaries, I learned who I was. But I know what 2022 is about and I know why I left it in 2021. Because the Jessica that I left in 2021, she lacked confidence. She lacked the ability to stand in her power effortlessly. She lacked the ability to think that she deserved to be rich. She lacked the ability to think that she could create the life that she wanted with her child. There was a long lasting legacy. She didn't believe it. She had to go. And everybody in my life that was holding me in that box that was going to constantly remind me that I was still her, they had to go to. Yes. Peace the fuck out. 
peace the fuck out oh my gosh yes jessica mic drop thank you so freaking much this was amazing everybody's loving it before everybody gets off i know you're hosting an event in tampa let's talk about that if anybody's in tampa if you have people in your teams that are in tampa um i want you to if you have a flyer send it to us so we can share it in the chats as well um so give us like date all that information so they can have so they can know exactly when nice. Would you benefit to going and see Jessica at an event? I mean, drop a one in the chat if you would benefit from seeing her at an event. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to say it. It's right there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And so um, thank you, ladies, so much for having me. Thank you guys for just being attentive during this time. I, I hope this could, you know, fuel you, help you start your, your Friday tomorrow just a little bit different and your, your week next week in your 2022. Um, as far as our event, I'm going to give Liz and Astrid five tickets to Innovative Income, five free tickets. This is a $300 ticket. It is a two-day summit. Um, you obviously have to get to Tampa and get yourself a one-night hotel. But if, if you guys can identify ladies that can get here and can drive a car up to Tampa, that three-hour drive, um, next weekend, you can give away those five tickets. So I'm going to gift you guys five tickets, and they can decide however they'd like to distribute them. Um, as our two-day women's summit is called Innovative Income Summit. It is January 15th and 16th. You can check it out at innovativeincomesummit.com if you'd like. Um, it is from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., both Saturday, both Sunday. We are bringing in incredible experts and we do the summit. This is our sixth one. And we do it the same way every time. We're expecting 300 women and we do it the same way every time. Day one, Saturday is all healing. It is all healing. It is all self. And I'm not talking about just like personal development. It is a deep dive into you. We have hypnotists, we have sound bowl meditations, we have holistic doctors, we have um, a self-regulation and boundary and trauma coach. We have a like transformational coach. Like it is going to be deep women boohoo cry. Don't wear your fake lashes. Don't wear, you better wear waterproof mascara. Saturday is no joke. We literally, you enter the room with tissues on your desk. Like this is no joke. This day one healing is so important, but that's because my business partner and I that run the event have learned that there is no greater journey than healing and self-development. You will grow as a business owner when you choose to grow, choose to grow yourself. And so day one is all healing and day two is all networking and business strategy. It is an extremely interactive event. So something that would be really cool for you guys is we have a brand strategist and a product marketing strategist both that are speaking in tow with each other. And they're actually going to like, we have it set up where they're going to actually tear businesses and brands apart. So the, the, the service-based business or uh, brand strategy is actually going to tear my business apart. And the product-based strategist is actually going to tear a couple product-based businesses apart. And when I say that, I mean, just break it down publicly on a whiteboard, but we are expecting 300 women. We are, we have vendors, free products. We have a selfie museum with five different selfie stations. Like we have gifts, we have over 10 speakers. I mean, this thing is going to change your life. So I'm giving you ladies five tickets. If any of you can come up to Tampa, send me a message. It is next weekend, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and all of you are welcome. I'm getting messages like, pick me, pick me, Jesus. I wish you would not have said that publicly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, awesome. no, but Liz and I will probably come up with a way on how we are going to like, give yeah. I'll leave it to you guys. 
Yep. Yeah. It's buy so tickets. You said, wait, you said you, you were expecting 300. Is there room? I mean, we had 500 people on the call today. Are you, can you hold more people in the space? Yes, yes, yes. So we've actually got 39 tickets left and 10 of those are reserved for, um, we actually had one of our speakers purchase 10 tickets to give away to single moms. And so I, I have five of those and I would hope you would give them to someone in need or someone on your team that you really feel like has been showing up this year. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.